ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to Grease the Wheels, you wheel greasers. This is your Uncle Jimmy here, your weekly podcast coming out, yo, stereo, to all you car-fixing mofos. Today's podcast, I want to talk to you about the money. Probably one of our favorite subjects here and everywhere is the money. But when we talk about money as technicians, what we are talking about is the money that we're not getting fucking paid. We're talking about money that we don't get. We don't make enough money. I, I'm with all of you on that one. I don't think we make enough money. Uh, where I'm at right now, I'm paid fairly well. I could be paid better. Uh, The ratio of what I get paid to what I do get is getting sold for is still pretty large. I think you're going to find that true in all cases. That's how it works. It's capitalism. I certainly wouldn't want to try to do this job in a communist situation where I just get three potatoes and a carrot at the end of the day. I enjoy getting the money I earned. The problem that I have with the pay for technicians is that the people who dole out that pay in every single case are trying as hard as they can to pay you the least amount of money and still have you do your job, okay? That's in every business everywhere in the world, not just the United States. Every business everywhere in the world. They're trying to get employees to come in and do a specific job and they want to pay them as little as they possibly can and still have them do that job. In the frame of mind that you're in, you can probably go, yeah, that sounds about right. But that's just the way business works. They always want to pay you as little as possible. One of the things that you're running into, okay, as a technician, as someone who works on cars, as someone who fixes cars, is that your level of pay is indicated by what the market will bear. What that means is that if you work in a certain city, and I'm not going to name any names, but if you work in a certain city, in that city, technicians will probably not get paid over X amount of dollars an hour. Let's say $20, $21 an hour. If you roll in to any place in that city where they have automotive technicians, be it a independent shop or a Monroe or a Midas or a Goodyear or a Pep Boys or any of the car dealerships that might exist in that city and you tell them that you want to get $25 an hour they may just say to you no that's not what we start at that's not what we pay our technicians to start it's a very good reason for that because these dealerships they get together they have dealership they have dealer associations they have their little dealer groups they get together and they they wrestle uh, special discounts from local businesses for the supplies they need by ganging up on them as a uh, dealer association and saving themselves a lot of money. But one of the other things that they'll do also is they'll get together and say, oh, you know what? We're not going to pay technicians more than $21 an hour, okay? We're just not going to do it. So don't pay any of your technicians more than that because if you pay them more, then we have to pay them more, then everybody has to pay them more, and we make less money, okay? Now, I don't have any proof of this, okay? Other than I've run into the wall, that pay wall, where you just can't get any more money money out of a particular shop or a dealership. You just can't you just can't earn more than that. And they would make you they would tell you that they can't give you a raise, that you're already making enough money. And if you get close to that pay wall, that bump in the road where you you're not going to be able to get over it and you want more money, you're going to have to do uh, one of two things. You're going to have to either work harder, uh, which I've always enjoyed. When my service manager says to me, if you want to raise, you're going to have to work harder. Or you're going to have to move to another city where their rate of pay for their technicians is higher because they need technicians and they can't get any. And if they paid them $21 an hour like they do in the city where you live now, no one would fucking do that job. No one. Everyone would say, screw you and leave. So a lot of times, if you want to make more money, you have to move. You have to go somewhere where they're hurting for technicians. And they're actually hurting for technicians everywhere. But the wall is still up. People are not going to pay you more because they need technicians. 
They're just not going to do it. It cuts into their profits, and they don't like it, and their accountants don't like it, and you know, there's no reason why they should. One of the other things that the technicians uh, need to know is that the more you, the more training you get, the more money you should get. But if you're up against a wall and you keep continuing to increase your training, all you're doing is increasing your value to your employer, but you're not increasing your value to yourself. And I don't suggest that you stop getting training or that you stop learning things or that you stop taking ASC tests or whatever it is they require for you to indicate that you're working on getting better and better at what you do. What I'm saying to you is that if you decide that you need to earn more money, and I think we've all made that decision at some point in time, you may have to pull up tent stakes and move. Honest to God, um, there's places in this country where they're hurting so bad for technicians that they will that they will pay you to move there, and they'll give you signing bonuses and stay-on bonuses. There's a, a humongous shortage of technicians, and you would think that that would translate to whatever city you're in where you have come up against a wall and you're not going to get paid anymore, but it, it hasn't yet. And as more and more kids don't get into this field, this situation will become more and more dire. And so these situations will eventually rectify themselves. Now, I'm working with some people who are trying to do something about this uh, inequity. It's still uh, it's still in an embryonic state. It's not ready to go yet, but uh, once we get it set to go, I will you guys will be the first ones to learn about it and you guys will be the first ones allowed to sign up and use it and you guys will be the first ones to benefit from it a hundred percent just to give you a little teaser it's going to allow you to do what you do on your own terms and make the money all of it to earn all of the money and get all of the money for the repairs that you perform so stay tuned for that but i just want to let you know that uh, we're on your side and we're working working to get you paid okay um, one of the things that goes on with uh, pay and salaries at shops is that sometimes technicians come into your shop and uh, they may actually make more money than you. And after a, f- a few days or maybe a few weeks or so, you realize that uh, that particular person isn't worth the flying fuck and <laughs> they should be making less than you. Um, and this is one of the inequities of, uh, of what we do is that uh, sometimes the people we work for are not too bright they're very gullible, easy to fool, very easy to impress, and they may uh, they may uh, hire someone who probably would be a better fit at some other shop, or maybe a better fit at McDonald's or Walmart or something like that, and they promise them the moon and the stars to get them to come and work for them. They're not giving you the moon and the stars, and yet you, here they are showing up every day, and you're outworking them. You're turning more hours. You're fixing cars better than they are. You're better at your job than they are. Um, It's tough. It's tough when you see somebody earning more than you who definitely doesn't deserve it. It's difficult. It's something that goes on in every business. It's not just us, okay? It's not just us technicians who get it right in a can all the time. Uh, There's other things to consider, too, when we're talking about... uh, rate of pay. Uh, lots of shops are still uh, flat rate. And flat rate is an ignorant way to pay people. It's it's ignorant, okay? Because, we'll, and you may be one of these people who can turn a gazillion hours and, and, and you're buying the Taj Mahal and you're putting a down payment on your Ferrari because you work flat rate. Some people work extremely fast. I'm not one of those people. Although since I moved south, 
I appear to be one of those people. I'm not. In the north where I came from, I would be considered slow. I know. I've been told I was slow by someone who else who's slow. <laughs> but if you turn a lot of hours, if you do a lot of work, then flat rate's great for you. And really the winner in that situation is not you as a technician. You're still only getting paid X amount of dollars an hour. It's your boss. It's the people who own your shop. It's the people who get the checks written out to them. The people who run the credit cards for the customers. Because if you can do a job that pays five hours in an hour, and you can do another job that pays five hours in two hours, you've worked three hours and made 10 hours. That's great for you, but your shop is selling those 10 hours. So really, if you work really, really fast, you might be shortchanging your customer by not doing a quality job. But that's the, uh, that's the pitfalls of uh, flat rate. That's the pitfalls. Uh, lots of times, people who work flat rate don't set tire pressures. They, don't, they aren't going to adjust things that, you know, wasn't part of the job. They're just not going to do the extra little things that you probably should do when you're working on a car. They're not going to top off the fluids. Nope. They're not going to set the tire pressures. Nope. They're, are they going to look at the brakes and the tires? No, no, not unless the customer complained about it. You know, wiper blades, I don't give a shit if it has wiper blades. You know, are they going to look at that stuff? No, they're not going to do that. You know why? Because, and I've heard this a million fucking times, and I know you've all heard it, and we've probably all said it too, I don't get paid for that. And you're right, you don't get paid for that. And that's the one problem I have with flat rate is it causes the technician to not care about the car. He just cares about money. And there's no real middle ground there. If you do the things you need to do to make sure that the car is right for the customer, you know, and, and my philosophy has always been, and I don't know a lot of people who've adopted this philosophy, but uh, my philosophy is I work on every car as if it was my own. Would I put washer solvent in my own car? Fuck yeah. Would I top off the coolant? Sure. Would I look at the belts? Yeah, I look at all that shit. Is it leaking oil? Does it need oil change? Does it need tires? Did I set the tire pressures? I set the tire pressures in almost every car. And I say almost because every once in a while I don't because sometimes you just want to get a car out of your bay. You don't care if it's got air in the tires. I've had cars that come in and they have cords hanging out. I'm not touching. I'm not putting air in them. Not going there. Tire pressure monitor could be screaming. I don't care. You need tires? I'll check the tire pressures after I replace the tires. That's it. Um, being salaried, yeah, that's a whole different ballgame, right? Because you're going to get the same amount of money no matter what work you do. So you take your time. And in your boss's eyes, in the, in the eyes of your manager, your service manager, or your shop owner, they believe that you're just going to fuck off all day because you know that you're going to get paid. And they might ride you like a rented mule to make sure that you're working. And that's annoying as shit. I've had that happen too. You get paid salary. You get the same amount of money every week no matter what you do. And... In some cases, it's a good thing because the shop doesn't have a consistent amount of work all the time, or they don't have a consistent type of work where you can make any kind of money if you were flat rate. And there's also other ways to get paid, which all have their downfalls. They all have their uh, pros and cons. I worked in a shop where the shop was paid on a team system, okay? And what that meant was that all the hours were pooled into one pool and then chopped up evenly across the shop and it worked okay for a while but then we had a, a couple of kids who decided they were going to phone it in and uh, rarely ever worked hard and needed to be beaten up and there was other guys because there's always going to be that guy that just turns an ass load of hours and he would get screwed and i even came up with a modification to that plan that would have worked perfectly um as far as i was concerned if you wanted to have a team you know have a have a setup where you pay a team you know you take all the hours and you pool all the hours you take the guy who turns the most hours and you take the guy who turns the least amount of hours and you pay them, each one of them, the hours that they turn. If a guy turns 70 hours and the average was 50, pay him 70. What the fuck? You're not going to be losing money. The guy turns 70 hours, pay him. 
If you got another guy who turned 20 hours because he was up in the showroom flirting with the cashier all day, or he was out jerking off or taking a two-hour shit, and that guy only turned 27 hours that week, pay him 27 hours. And if that guy is the low guy every week for like three weeks, then you're going to have to have a serious talk with him. And it may involve saying, hey, get your shit and get the fuck out. Okay, because if you're on a team, if you're on a team system and you pull the hours and you got a guy who doesn't do pull his weight, you got to get him the fuck out of there. That's it. End of sentence. Okay. And what if you had two guys who made 70 hours? Well, pay them both. What the hell? They both turn 70 hours. They should both get paid for that. You know, let everybody else split up what's left. I think it's a good way to go. And one of the reasons why I, I, that, I was a fan of that uh, setup, actually, because on any given week, I could be the high guy. I would make tons of hours. But then on any given week, any other given week, I might be the low guy. It all depends on when stuff gets closed. It all depends on when parts show up. It all depends on the kind of work I have. Sometimes I would have horrendous, horrendous diagnosis that I had to do. And so I wouldn't be making a lot of money that week. But with the team set up in the pool, I would I would make a better paycheck. And then the next week when that job was finished and I wrote it all up and everything was good and all the parts were installed and the, and the car was finished and there was a you know, 20 hour ticket for one day and it went into the pool, everybody was good with it. You know, seriously, on any given week, I could be the low guy or the high guy. And if I was the high guy, I got paid whatever I turned. If I was the low guy, I got paid whatever I turned. And if I wasn't, then I got paid uh, out of the pool. I think that that would have been a good way to go. But a lot of technicians didn't like that setup because uh, they they would start to watch what everyone else does. And uh, if somebody wasn't pulling their weight, they would uh, complain extremely loudly. It got out of hand, and so the place I was working at that did that actually stopped doing it. And, uh, you know, it didn't really help anybody. And that was the thing with the team setup and the fact that we were pulling hours is that if you had somebody who was struggling with something, you helped them. You helped them because it helped you. It wasn't like it was you against them, you know? It wasn't, uh, it wasn't like, well, I'm making my hours. I don't give a fuck if you make yours. And honestly, too, if somebody struggles with a car, they're not taking the next car in line. The next car in line goes to me. It's a bunch of services I can make tons of money on. That's great. Instead, I help you. You get your car finished. You grab the car with a bunch of services on it. You get to make all the money. And I get the car after that, which is some fucking horrendous, obnoxious problem that nobody wants to fucking look at. That's the other thing that, that, that causes problems in the shop, not just with the hours or how you get paid or even the money that you get paid, is the dispatching. How does your work get dispatched? Who gets what? And uh, what I found, what, what drives me up an absolute wall is when a shop hires a guy who's basically a booger-eating moron, and then they feed him, they spoon-feed him all of the gravy, all of the easy stuff. And he makes lots and lots and lots of money. And you have to struggle fixing the horse shit that nobody wants to touch. That the stupid fucks can't even fathom what's going on, you know? I mean, we're talking about technicians in the shop who were too goddamn dumb to check a fuse correctly. And I'm not even making that up. I've seen technicians replace a control module in a car because the fuse had power, they said. But when I checked it, because the control module that they put in and programmed didn't work... I found the fuse was blown. And I would ask him, i say, the fuse is blown. Was it blown before? I don't know. I had power. Did it have power on both sides? I don't know. I only checked one side of the fuse. Really? R really? Yeah, that's a, that's a true story, ladies and gentlemen. That is a true fucking story. It's a mess to have to work with fucking people like that. The other thing you have to take into account is what does your shop do for you? How do they, how do they treat you 
okay? Maybe they don't pay you the maximum amount of money that you yourself feel that you have, you should be earning. And I think that, you know, if we took a poll, 95% of us would probably say, no, I'm not paid what I what I should be. I'm not paid what I'm worth. But your shop compensates you in other ways too. There's benefits. Uh, they probably pay half of your health insurance. If you have a family, that's no small potatoes. Um, lots of shops don't do this anymore. Lots of places that you work don't do this anymore. I mean, everywhere doesn't do this anymore, but some places still match 401k up to a certain percentage. It's usually pretty small. Uh, that's that's not something to sneeze at. They're trying to help you out with your retirement funds. Seems like a waste of time sometimes, but it can add up. It's definitely a benefit. Sometimes there's dental. Sometimes there's vision coverage. You know, you got to look at your healthcare plan and and see how good it is. Uh, the last place I was working, before the place I'm working now, they used to fiddle with and fuck with the healthcare to, to make it cheaper on the on the shop, to make it cheaper on the owners. And uh, so every time I went into the doctor, my co-pays were different every fucking time. It's like uh, they had to predict how well they were going to feel for the next six months. And if they felt like they were going to be healthy, then they would make it so that the co-pays were more because they didn't feel like they were going to be paying them. At least that's what it seemed like. Maybe I'm off base. I don't think I am. I don't have to deal with that anymore. Uh, Obamacare was really not an option uh, for technicians. One of the things that that happened uh, is that if a shop or a dealership had a certain number of employees, they could just pay a fine and cut you loose and make you get your own insurance. Uh, If some of you had to do that, I apologize. I didn't vote for that guy either time. He became the president, and and as far as I'm concerned, I don't want to get too political on you here, but uh, he became the president at a time when we needed jobs, and he gave us health care, and that's backwards. That's the cart before the horse, boys and girls. Usually you get a job, and then you get health care. And then people came up with the idea of paying, of having somebody work just 35 hours a week so they didn't have to provide health care, which is a bunch of bullshit also. It's like, I don't care what laws you come up with. I don't care how smart Congress thinks they are. There's always some stupid fuck who comes up with a plan to fuck citizens of this country. Anyway, in talking about money with you guys, okay, there's nothing I can do right now to help you out with this. But I am working, like I said, I am working on a system. I am working on a way that you can work for yourself. And you might think, Jesus Christ, Uncle Jimmy, how am I going to be able to do that? Well, I think you are going to be able to do that. And I think that what you need to do now, okay, before I'm able to implement the plan I have for all of you, is to start thinking about how you could work for yourself. Because there's no reason why you can't. Sure, there's certain logistical problems. Yeah, absolutely. But problems are what you solve all the time, all day, every day. That's what you do. You'll be able to figure it out, and we're going to help you. And you're going to love it. You are going to fucking love it. Trust me. As far as getting more money out of your employer, really the only thing you can do is, well, grease the fucking wheels, okay? If your boss says, hey, I don't, you know, I can't pay you anymore for the work that you do for us, then you just say, okay, I'll see you later and leave. Tell them you're going to leave. Push that box towards the fucking door. If they really can't pay you, if you're worth what you think you're worth and they can't pay you, they'll let you go. If they can, then they'll try to pay you. They'll try to give you what you want. The problem, one of the problems with that is, there is a problem with that, is that if you tell somebody you need a raise and you force their hand and you make them give you a raise, then they're going to want you to do more. And they might climb climb on your back and try to force you to do more. It's like, no, no, no. I wanted a raise to earn what I feel like I deserve to earn for doing what I do. I don't want to raise so that I can work harder. I'm already working as hard as I'm going to work. If you want me to continue to work hard, you're going to have to give me a raise. Otherwise, I'm 
freaking leaving. Okay. Otherwise, I'm out the door. Believe me, I don't care how big your fucking toolbox is. I had a great big goddamn triple bank snappy box. And I could go down to U-Haul and rent a trailer for $29 fucking dollars and push that son of a bitch up in there with the help of a come along and a couple of strong dudes. And I was fucking out of there. I was out of there. It is easy as shit to grease the wheels, boys and girls. It is easy. Make sure your fucking toolbox is locked. Make sure all your drawers are closed so you don't become a meme or a YouTube video where all your shit falls out of your toolbox. Don't do that. Don't let that happen to you. Put that toolbox in a trailer. Hook that trailer to your truck or your car or your friend's truck or your buddy's truck. Strap that toolbox down with a couple of ratchet straps and get the fuck out of there. And go work somewhere where they're going to pay you what you're worth. Go somewhere else where they're going to give you benefits. And they're not going to tinker with them all the time. Go somewhere else where they're going to pay you for the knowledge that you have. And then when you get more knowledge, they're going to pay you more for that. Because there's places like that out there. I found one. It took me a little while to finagle myself in there, but I did it. I got it done. You can get it done. And you know what? If you don't want to do that, just hang out, okay? Because we're working on a plan so that you guys can work from home or from your own rented shop and you won't need anybody else. You won't need an advisor. You won't need a lot guy. You won't need a manager, a service manager, a shop owner. You won't need anybody. You'll just need you and your laptop or your phone and you're in fucking business. Stay tuned for that, boys and girls. That's coming. That's an important thing that's coming. It's a big thing that's coming. It's a revolution is what it is. It's a revolution that's coming and it's going to invent, it's going to grab everybody. Every son of a bitch who sits behind the steering wheel of a car and every son of a bitch who has a toolbox with tools in it and fixes them. It's going to grab them all. So stay tuned for that. Hey, let me know uh, what rate of pay you're at. Um, you know, if you want to, it's not really any of my business, but uh, I would really like to know what people are earning out there. If they want to tell me, if they don't want to tell me, that's fine. Uh, hit me up. We're going we're gonna to play uh, the uh, email address at the end of this broadcast. We're going to give you the... Uh, twitter address and the facebook page and we're gonna ask you for feedback let me know how i'm doing here as your host on uh, grease the wheels let me know what you're making what you want to make what you feel like you're worth you know go ahead and give me the whole spectrum you know you might be getting paid 12 dollars an hour but you're worth 15 you might be getting paid 15 when you're worth 20 whatever you think you are don't i'm not gonna i'm not gonna look at these things and go oh jesus christ you're not worth that i'm not gonna do that that's not how that works baby I want to know what you're making, and you know what? I, I'm, I'm just afraid that it's going to be really, really low. That's all. That's what, that's what I don't want to see. But if I do see that, then I know that what I'm doing, what I'm trying to do, what I'm going to be doing in the future, uh, putting more money in your pocket, hopefully, uh, is, is the right thing to do. It's the thing that, that you need to have done for you. Okay. I want to know if that's something that worth doing. I'm pretty sure it is anyway. This is your Uncle Jimmy signing off for this week. Don't forget to grease the wheels and go out there and earn that money, bitches.